All I know is that place sells those games that electrocute you. That's all I know about JK. <laughs> it sells those weird party games that you get electrocuted playing. Yeah, I had a weird experience going in there yesterday, actually. Um, I had this thing where I wanted to get in early because if you go to the hut in the middle of the day, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. So I was there like just after they opened up and this dude had, had like, he looked like he might've been a high schooler and he'd walked in and I was like, hey man, um, and he just started his shift and he came over and he engaged me. So I was like, oh, clearly he's keen to help out. Yeah. But he still had his hoodie on and shit. Like he hadn't actually like fully started. Right, yeah. And I'm like, hey man, I'm after like, a fuse box and some fuses and some, a crimp tool and things like this and he's like oh yeah cool um yeah there's the fuse boxes but okay cool like how about the other stuff <laughs> and he's like oh what else you know and it's just like just a bit shit your like, memory of a goldfish yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's a bit shit and then so he went off and did his thing like out the back or whatever and then there was another high schooler there and she came over and she was awesome like funny like some people just shouldn't work in retail like. yeah some people their level of apathy that exists in yeah. there and, uh, this episode of the overcast gamer show brought to you by jcar electronics <laughs> uh, jcar where service is good 50 percent of the time mm. <laughs> and you're likely to get a teenager serve you um, good times good times yeah that doesn't sound very very fun at all i had a um interesting experience with analog media or, or or sort of a desire for analog media I went to a, a sort of writing course. It was back in uh, in my hometown, Masterton, recently. I went to a writing course at the Masterton District Library. Um, I'm surprised there's enough writers in Masterton to warrant a course. I know for I writing. Know. I was surprised as well, and uh, it turned up. You know, everyone's everyone's good sorts there, and surrounded by books and uh, not sort of online. Um, I kind of felt a, a bit bitter about myself and a bit bitter about the world, to be honest. So <laughs> sort of had this desire to go back to getting out books from the library and uh and buy, only buying one cd and, and sort of ditching all this immediacy taking a step back into the 90s that's kind of the thing. one that's yeah. the you maybe getting a rotary phone you know, <laughs> that back up and, uh, i love those things yeah, yeah. Love well not even rotary phones the, those old gen mobile phones you know the oh, bricks yeah. oh the, the bricks. small screen that doesn't actually show color everything's just various shades of yellow oh yes yes yeah. mm-hmm. oh, great time again Whap. i'm sick of these smartphone things do you reckon <laughs> do you think if you got one of those old re, old rotary phones they'd still work like i wonder if like the phone lines and things still support them because yeah i don't know i'm not sure how that there'd be copper cabling for sure you, mm. you there's no fiber ops going on there no oh, you know, no, <laughs> no voice over ip at all. no no yeah. but uh, i did enjoy the old uh, you know put your finger in the loop and yeah because i'm pretty sure like it, it it worked on like when you went around and you got to like nine or whatever mm. you'd let go and it, and and the phone line would listen to the number of ticks that it made mm. it'd go as it dialed back around and it goes cool that person dialed a nine and you do the next one and so that you know it took you 40 minutes to actually dial a number yeah yeah but so i'm not sure internationally yeah (laughs) nine nine four but i wonder if like our if they've changed the technology or something so that it doesn't listen to ticks anymore yeah i don't know i think you can get 
mobile phones or at least landlines in the style of those older phones for yeah. sure mm-hmm. like you can get those hamburger telephones <laughs> that just look just shaped like a hamburger and it's got another you know you open it up and it's half the hamburger on one side yeah. half the hamburger on yeah. the other those are great i'd love to have one i'd love to revert back to that yeah. remember when it was, was you know the phone not my phone yeah it was the phone get the phone in the mm. home yeah. Yeah. yeah do you think the uh like with rotary phones and the way that the ticking around and everything went emergency service numbers it was the first instance of americans being smarter than the brits because the brits use 999 which you have to go all the way around That's to the true. other end and wait for it to tick the whole way back which yeah. if you're in an emergency takes a while whereas the americans are like fuck they got to get help fast one 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 done yeah oh no america is nine one one that's it Who's we're one, we're one one one, one. we we're Zealand's leading smart. the we're leading the way <laughs> in the pack New Zealand again. for the very first time mm. yeah leading the way in the emergency services yeah. number splitting the atom Climbing big mountains. Pavlova. One on one. We should have that as one of our sort of yeah. crowning achievements as a nation, <laughs> I think. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But uh, yeah, this is the Overcast Gamer Show, uh, where we mainly talk video games, but as you can tell, a lot of the time we veer wildly Bye. off course. <laughs> what was that? It was the only way my delay could possibly be longer on saying goodbye than previous sessions. I didn't say goodbye <laughs> at the end of the last podcast we did. I waited until now. <laughs> Nice. I don't know how I'm going to one-up that one. Though. No, no. Yeah, be, yeah. Just, just stop saying goodbye. Yeah. 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 And well, then rude. maybe like if we, you know, if this thing ever ends on the last podcast we ever do or something weird like that, you could just, you could drop it in there <laughs> and just really go for broke on it. Yeah. So uh, what you've just given me is a call on when this podcast ends for good. When I say goodbye, that's it. Ooh, We're done. Ooh, that's... Uh, <laughs> better shut your face then. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you guys? I'm Regan Harper, Balthazar Valentine, and I'm Aid Foster. And uh, for the first time in what two years, we're all together mm. in the same building, in the same room, mm. in the same city. Yeah, it's um, it's very sort of 2016 in here. It is. It's. it's uh, I don't even know if that was when we started. Probably right. somewhere around there. Like, yeah, it was started 2016. When we're all still yeah, working for the same company, and we're all very disillusioned, and started getting beers over the road, and started having a yammer about video games, and thought, shit, maybe we should record. Maybe some people would have interest in mm. listening to these sort of like, <laughs> you know, various just rants and raves and yeah, know. yeah. And then Abe decided that he was going to be uh, cool and go to Auckland. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you yeah. see how well that worked out. And mm. uh, yeah, now I'm uh, I'm off to the other side of the world, and, uh, and hopefully, you know, mm. at some point. So we'll see how that goes as well with the the whole time, what thirteen hour time difference or something like that. Mm. So yeah, that's going to be interesting. It is going to be um, interesting. Who's going to be the one to get up early or stay up late? <laughs> that is true. You know? And we just do like an 11-11 or something, you know, 10-11, go for the morning and late evening. Yeah. I think any of us are particularly like, you know, early to rise, early to bed. Yeah, kind of yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll, I'm sure I'll have some interesting, uh, interesting sort of views on uh, British culture. Mm. Uh, Scottish culture. Even we can talk so. to you about games a day before you have them. Ooh, yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for real life. <laughs> but yeah, we're all under the same roof, which it's is kind of cool. Um, I'd imagine this might be the last time for a while. Could given, be. Given the Could age be. Off, but um, yeah, yeah. no, it's pleasant. Yes. Yeah. Nice. It's nice to be able to make eye contact. It is. Yeah. Me and, me and Regan are actually um, sort of intimately close at I'm, the moment i'm leaning um. in uh <laughs> sensuously close to abe to share the same mic yeah it's like you know um it reminds me of those 
rock performances where like two dudes who are singing the same song will share the same <laughs> mic. <Yeah. laughs> and they have to, yep. they have to yep. lean in super close, like cheek to cheek to use the same mic. Like, yep. There's a point where the coolness of that just breaks down. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> if it goes on for too long, it just gets a bit weird. Yeah. Or um, even, even that, like, uh, Kylie, what is it, Kylie Minogue, Robbie Williams song? Uh, is that a duet? Um, oh, yeah, right, yeah, no, I got confused. I was thinking of two songs simultaneously. <laughs> I was also thinking of... Uh, <laughs> Where the way I'm here? Uh, no, uh, Leanne <laughs> Rhymes and someone, I think. Oh, but, right, uh, okay. Cruisin' or something? Uh, that's, oh, that shouldn't um, be called no, that. No, that was but, um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, and, oh, that might be. And yeah. that old guy, whatever yeah. his name was. The lady who I thought her name was Gwyneth Patrol for ages. <laughs> so I misread that in the TV Hits magazine when I was growing up. <laughs> Gwyneth Patrol. <laughs> Gwyneth Patrol. <laughs> Gwyneth Patrol. Like the, I, like oh, the I would see, I thought, it, I thought it was always the magazine doing an article on this lady called Gwyneth. And it was the Gwyneth Patrol. <laughs> I actually thought that for a while and then I sort of um i don't know actually paid attention that is amazing <laughs> figured it out <laughs> but yeah uh i mean we'll, we'll talk about video games in a, in a sec i suppose but um i should probably preface things by saying i haven't been playing anything uh because i've been selling up because you know as i mentioned before moving moving away um been selling pretty much everything i own to mm. try and cut all those cut all those strings cut all those ties uh, been using predominantly the old uh, dodgy dodgy Facebook uh, buy and sell, mm. uh, which has been an interesting ride. <laughs> uh, haven't been stabbed, which I've you know appreciated. So how many games have you sold? Because you had your you had quite like a relatively I had good quite a few. I would say I had about fourteen games or something, maybe fifteen games. So is that fourteen different Facebook transactions that have taken place? To oh, s- I haven't sold them all yet. Oh, okay. Um, I think I've sold about seven or eight maybe now yeah something like that nice but yeah seven or eight facebook different people um sold to different people most people just bought one which was very annoying (laughs) um you could have done kind of like a two-for-one deal like if you buy i don't know gta 5 yeah get the fractured but whole the half price yeah well i see i i listed them all on the same listing and then right. I put pr- prices for each one so yeah. people could buy whichever ones they wanted and if they choose to buy three I could shave some money off or whatever um, but just no one did so they all got them for full price so so how many do- dodgy deals at ser- service stations did you go to many service stations to do these I went to one service station for sure my <laughs> local BP which is uh, where I bought my Nintendo Switch from as well <laughs> um, <laughs> same service station <laughs> same service stations my local uh, mostly the countdown near my house though and I tried to make it during the day as much as possible. Mm, uh, mm. One transaction took place in the Save Mart car park, which is also near my house. And that took place in the dead of night. And that was <laughs> the one where I thought, all right, it all ends here. Yeah. This is, this is where I go. <laughs> like, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. This game is going to be stolen. The car is going to be stolen. Yeah. 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 That's yep. when you just have to really ask yourself, like, is my life worth <laughs> $20? Wolfenstein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was most of the time $20. Most of them I said at 20 bucks, but... Yeah, that, that would have been a... Um, I should have r- sort of rethought my priorities at that point, but I mm. did not. Did you sell... So you did you sell Wolfenstein? I have sold Wolfie. Because I remember you got that at mm. a fucking phenomenal price at the time. $19. $19. Bucks. Did you make money off that? Sold it for... Let me think. I sold the new order for $15, and I sold... I sold them both for 50 
So I sold the new order for 15 and Wolfie 2 for 35, I believe. Shit, that maths that's is correct. That's a $16 profit on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not too shabby. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Actually, I, do, I lie. That guy bought both. That, that guy bought two. He bought both the Wolfensteins. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And did you, um, give, did you give him a sort of a, like a good job, great work on buying these games kind of pep talk? I had a I had a yarn with him outside the entrance to the countdown, and because uh, it's just where he met me, and and you know he looked like a sort of rough around the edges type dude, but um, mm. he was actually a guy, he's like yeah man I'm really looking forward to playing on this. I heard the story's real good. I expected him just to rock up and be like oh yeah shoot him blah 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 sort of thing. Kind <laughs> um, like Nazis in America. Yeah exactly. <laughs> he's, he's like no I'm really looking forward to the story. So I was like oh man if you like this um, you know old bloods out there like give him a bit of background and stuff on. on and stuff and he, he, he like he must have thought I like work for machine games or like <laughs> Fester or something like that because this is like gave him all this big spiel about how good it was and stuff and mm. but it was uh no it was nice to meet another New Zealand gamer outside of our little little circle sort mm. of thing um mm. it was quite cool to know they're still out there and um you know you just have to have to sell games on the dodge to meet them yeah it's cool but um you yeah. probably made significantly more than if you took it to New Zealand's least favorite <sighs> games retailer to, to trade in oh well I, I thought you were referring to uh, cash converters for a second there but um oh no 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 they're, they're New Zealand's favourite no, oh right yeah they second. won the award last year <laughs> 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 right that's, that's true old CC CC and dry um no I did not go anywhere near old um EB boutique mm. <laughs> the EBB yeah uh, no no there's not one near my house thank god actually that reminds me of a bit of, I'm not actually sure if this has been mentioned on the podcast, but Balthazar, you learnt something interesting mm. about electronics. Boutiques. Yeah, I don't know if this was mentioned on the podcast or just in a passing chat with us, but... Um, Hot take here. Yeah, EB are uh, dirty fucking rats with their, <laughs> with their new releases that are actually pre-owned games. Went in a while ago to look at the only things I look at in EB, Amiibos. Um, and <laughs> of course, yeah. There was someone at the counter trading in monster hunter world which for starters what are you doing mate like, what are you doing with your life and you step back and think for a moment if you're gonna yeah. trade that in and pick up i don't even remember what he picked up but it looked crap um <laughs> you know yes yeah. um and yeah the um people behind the counter just uh because he'd returned it within seven days they have the seven days no questions asked policy we yeah. learned they have that policy because they don't lose money if they do that he brought it back within seven days so they slapped a new price sticker on it and stuck it back up under new releases they did not put it under pre-owned Ooh. so uh next time you go to purchase well not you guys in particular you're not going to purchase anything new from eb no but listeners if you go to purchase new from eb um Think my twice. recommendation would be to check that they have the actual you know, the plastic seal over it. Those brand new just come from the importer sort yeah. of wrap on them because if they don't, chances are you're actually buying a second-hand game that someone's already tried and decided was shit. So. <laughs> I thought maybe that, like, if I ever... If I'm ever in that situation, I won't be because I probably won't buy, for, you know, brand new from EB. Mm. I'll just get a Vivid or something and just put a little dot, yeah. like... Just in the top just, right just hand put, corner. Just put, of the a, case. put a pupil in people's eyes on the front cover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like eyes, that. And then maybe just another little dot on the disc itself. Just just as a little bit of a nod to, <laughs> hey, I know what you guys are up to. We also <laughs> learned from that transaction how bad the, the employees at, at EB are in general, just at knowing things. <laughs> <laughs> like the way they were talking to this guy about the game he was returning, you know? I mean, there's customer service, and then there's. 
I don't know, knowing things, knowing the product. <laughs> like, you, you, know, you know the different degrees of customer service. It's like you don't have to agree with everything the customer says. Yeah. They're not always right. If they're saying stuff like, oh, the, the graphics were real bad and the controls were wrong, you can sound and be like, actually, this is one of the finest looking games on a console to date. If you play primarily PC, I could see why you might think it looks bad. But actually, they've managed to push the engine pretty far. And this looks better than any other new release game up on that shelf there. Mm. And uh, there is no input lag. It's just not a fast game. It's a slow, methodical game. Maybe you need to actually learn how to play it rather than expect it to be Call of Duty. <laughs> That's what I would do if I worked there. But, you know... I feel like you have to at least somewhat stand by the product you're selling. Yeah. If you work there. You've got to have a background and knowledge. Not just standing back saying, yeah, I agree. Like the controls were real weird. Like, don't know what those Japs are up to. Legitimately what Ooh. the person behind the counter said. <laughs> Is that what he said? Verbatim. She. She. Oh. Remember, EB Games are actually, they're not equal rights hirers. They exclusively hire females these days. Um, I don't know if you've checked your local EB Games lately. They're not. But they seem to have a thing where they'll only hire females and they'll only make males managers. That doesn't seem right for no. a variety of reasons. Yeah, mm. it's really weird. Mm. Just look at the staffing structure in there next time you go in and something seems weird mm. and wrong. This feels, like, this feels like an OCG expose in there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, no, Overcast I'm, gamer, hard-hitting journalism. Have not been anywhere near that store for some time. I'm just waiting for JB to stock a decent number of Amiibos and then I can never go into EB again. But they always just have one tiny shelf with like six on it. Yeah, um, I only want the Donkey Kong ones and I haven't seen any new DK, I've got Donkey and Diddy and I want the rest of them. I'm hoping, I mean, what, they've got Tropical Freeze releasing on Switch soon. Hopefully they'll Dang. do a, a new That's true. DK for that. That's true, yeah. Well, Diddy, uh, not Diddy, Cranky with, uh, what are we, interchangeable vests? Interchangeable vests. Yeah, we'd love it. <laughs> we'd love that. Be Is that actually a thing? No. Oh. But no, it's just it's, a dream. It's my wish fulfillment. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, what about just like so the vet like you could get one and the vest is like an LED thing, so you can just flick a switch or or when you dock it oh, you can just choose it and then the the vest just changes color from LEDs inside. Oh, the now you're talking like so it's clear and then there's yeah. different colored LEDs that light yeah. up. Yeah, or it. you could even just have like a rainbow effect where it like. Rainbows through yeah. different colours. It's yeah. like a currently being tie-dyed vest. <laughs> <laughs> what what would he look like when none of the LEDs are on? Though it'd just be clear and like he'd be like wearing, wearing one of those like, like he's just put his arms through a plastic. Yeah, bag. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just one of those clear ponchos they give out at like events and things. Yeah, like that. cranky con at, uh, at an All Blacks game. Yeah, it's, it's a bit raining. Yeah, <laughs> it's the crossover we've all been waiting for. <laughs> the All Blacks brought to you by Donkey Kong Country. Uh, all right, we better get into some things we've been playing. Mm. Uh, you fellas, what have you been up to? I'll go first because yep. last time I didn't have anything to talk about. Uh, I have picked up and I've been playing Far Cry 5. Nice, nice. Um, so the latest from, from everyone's favorite game developer, Ubisoft. Pulled their socks up a wee bit. They, yeah, yeah, they did. And they're doing this a bit. Like with you know, We talked about Assassin's Creed a wee while ago. Mm-hmm. I think Balthazar's going to talk to that a bit more. Um, but yeah, Far Cry 5, it's, so I guess the first thing to say about it is that it is, it's still Far Cry, yep. you know, like, yep. you know, there's, because of this, you know, the changes with Assassin's Creed and things like, um, you know, people are expecting big changes and like, oh, it's going to be like, it's going to be revolutionary. Mm. It's not revolutionary. It's still just a Far Cry game. Um, first person, 
and it's essentially you know your your everyone's favorite hillbilly cult assassination simulator right um, which is exactly what you want but what they've done away with is kind of those those shitty tropes that people were getting tired with so things like towers there's no towers um and it's there is the, wasn't there at least one okay tower yeah and no, they you're joke right. about it when yeah. you there is one tower they're like quite self-referential yeah, yeah yeah so right at the beginning of the game uh, you so you're rook so you're a, a, a rookie kind of cop that's your name that they rook. call you rook that's a yep. great generic name yeah yeah perfect, yeah. perfect yeah. blank slate yeah it's good um and you create you, you're going into this area and your job is basically to go in with the local sheriff to um hopefully this isn't spoilers it's the very start of the game yeah, yeah. um you go into this area with the local sheriff and your job is to kind of apprehend the leader of the cult um who is the main villain of the right. game and shit goes down and it turns to shit and uh and basically you know it, it, it goes really wrong um but then you escape and then you manage to make your way back to um kind of the stronghold where the the kind of resistance is i suppose mm-hmm. um and as a result of the everything turning to shit with you trying to apprehend the cult leader they kind of put into into um, motion all these plans they had for when you know the prophesized coming of of the of kind of the man happens and so the cult goes into this mode where they shut down all access in and out of the valley and so that's the premise it's like that's why you can't just call in the fucking national guard and, right. and all that kind of stuff so they've the cult have sort of like shut down this valley and no one can go in and out they've shut down all the internet access all the kind of you know yada 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 um and right at the beginning of the game the sheriff um is like we need to get our comms with a different area kind of up and running again Mm -hmm. so he sends you off and the first pretty much one of the first things you do is climb a fucking tower (laughs) brilliant (laughs) and he's like halfway up this tower it's classic ubisoft tower with like the ropes hanging down and all that stuff to to tell you where you can jump up a bit of a quote-unquote puzzle like one out of ten difficulty oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i'd hesitate to put the word puzzle on it (laughs) right um when you're about halfway up you get the 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 sheriff kind of patches in and he's like now i know what you're thinking i'm not going to have you climb towers all over the county (laughs) um but you know when you did this one kind of thing, and I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's acknowledging, yeah, yeah having yeah. a sense of humour about it, because it's been years. Like people have been complaining about these fucking Ubisoft yeah, yeah. towers for years, right? Yeah. So, um, so that was kind of cool. And so that if you've not played Far Cry before, which is probably pretty unlikely, but um, the original games, you know, you would go around in every sort of area of the map. You had to kind of unlock the map itself by climbing a tower, and you would open a fucking get rid of the fog of war yeah sort of thing. thing and it yeah. would open up on the map and then your little mini map would would populate with icons that you could go and do right this one is much more sort of breath of the wild type thing where you have binoculars and you can zoom in and you can mark waypoints mm-hmm. just like in breath of the wild mm-hmm. there's no mini map it's all um it's all kind of compass based so that that really if you were to ask me what the difference is is kind of the the nebulous of the changes they've they've gone from this kind of just yeah the classic ubisoft littered map of, of icons to this more exploration sort of style feel to it right less handholdy yeah less handholdy for yeah. sure um it it feels more open um and which is a good thing i i actually it kind of led me to fuck it up a little bit in in some ways because at the start of the game they tell you to go to this certain area and start kind of helping out people in this area mm. and i was like nah fuck that i'm just going to go off and do whatever i like yeah, yeah and i ended up in a different region and actually 
finished that separate region before I did the the first region. Oh, okay. Um, so that kind of was a little bit funky in terms of um, just having access to the right skills and stuff like that at the right time. Yeah. So yep. um, there was a little bit of clunkiness there, but um, it was still certainly playable. Mm-hmm. Like it, it didn't sort of put any any barriers in, in my way. The story beats didn't get all mixed up or anything. No, or? it's it's a little bit weird in that. So the, you, you, your job is to kill off the kind of lieutenants of the cult. And it was a little bit strange in that if you kill off that lieutenant, um, there's like a big cutscene and things where they're all upset that you've managed to kill this guy. Um, and then when you go back to the original area, it's just a little bit weird because there's no acknowledgement that you've you've killed the other person sort of thing. So right. it's, a, it's, it's a bit... A little bit weird like that, but then go kill the first one and get your my first power moon again. But actually, it's not your first yeah. one. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it, I mean, it's it still works fine. You know, it's still okay. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't. I guess it probably just isn't that sort of flow that the developers would have had in mind. Right. Um. And I suppose the other, and, and this is this is kind of my big bugbear with it. Like the, the rest of the game is more or less exactly as you would expect. Um, killing dudes more or less right um the one kind of bugbear i have is that you know the original ones um you'd go out and you'd kill animals and then you would use them their bits pounce to make wallets yeah, yeah yeah that's it so you could hold more you know characters that was always strange to me why the hell do you need a wallet when you're trying <laughs> yeah. to survive just put it in a what? fucking bag yeah, yeah exactly yeah stuff it down your trousers so they've done away with that kind of crafting system and so what happens now is you shoot the animals you collect their stuff, but then all you do is you go back and you sell that at a shop for, right. for currency, and then you use that currency just to buy upgrades. Okay. Which, um, I don't know, it, it it just takes what was a kind of a fun system where you could kind of go out and, and collect things specifically to aim for certain gear. Yeah. And it's just sort of, it's pulled the magic out of that. Like it, mm. it's now it just- Gamified that a wee bit more. I see yeah. where it's going. But I feel like, yeah, the selling it interim is is a weird step. Like, it would have made sense if when you've got the materials, you take it to someone to trade those materials in for the upgrade. Like, as yeah. in, because you're just a beat cop. You don't know how to craft a wallet out of a crocodile hide yeah. kind of thing. You need to right. go to a specialist. Like, that bit did always bug me in the previous games. It's like, how does this dude just know how to craft all this shit out of materials? He's yeah. got no experience with this. So it's like, I kind of see the direction. They're like, you can't make this stuff. You need someone else to. But selling it to them buyer is not kind of so here's, for that. here's it's a very good point here's why i think they did it when you go to the shop guess where i'm going with this when you go to <laughs> when you go to shop if you want to pay real money for <laughs> yep so you you can either do this and, and kill animals and sell the pelt and things to get in-game currency or there's these things called silver bars which you can collect from areas in, in the map but they're quite rare but you can also hand over real money to buy silver bars of course so what they've done is essentially kind of funneled all of those items and filled in the stores with also extra kind of prestige items mm. in there and then put pretty high prices on them to encourage people to swipe the credit card and, and right. you know, so that system would have been a lot more difficult to do if people were just having to um and, the, and I guess the reason they can get away with that is because there's a there's an online co-op thing. So you can play through this whole game with your mate um, in, a, in an online co-op sort of setup. Right. And so, you know, like um, 
cosmetic items are just a waste of fucking time unless you're online and so I guess that's why they've done it is because you know you might want to have a special cosmetic item that makes you look kind of cool when you play with your mates yep. but it's yeah it just feels a little bit cheap it's gone away from the fun game aspect of it to just being kind of a little bit more microtransaction e-store type thing yeah so um, that's that's my big bugbear with the game do uh-huh. you know if you can play the multiplayer offline like if you had it on console could you just play two player split screen with it don't think so and and also I think in the co-op uh, only one person earns story progress I think if I'm correct in, oh, okay. in that I'm pretty sure yeah oh, you, so like you're joining someone else's game to help them essentially than, yeah and yeah. You, you probably just become because like in the game there's also which is quite cool there's kind of a sidekick companion type. Like Far Cry 2 style yeah kind of yeah, yeah yeah so um, there's kind of a few ways you can do that so there's these there's special characters that you unlock through story missions who have like particular skills so Boomer the dog that you guys yep. might remember for the trailers and stuff he's one of them yep um, and he's fucking awesome by the way the dog is great he like fetches you guns and things eh? he fetches you guns and he goes around and he tags people so you know when you um you use your binoculars you yep. can look at people and it tags them so you can kind of see them moving yep. around um he goes around and he tags people for you That's which cool. is which is really cool yeah yeah so you can unlock a, a set of kind of companions like that that have special abilities and, and specific kind of ways of playing like stuff have the bear that has diabetes yet the cheeseburger yeah, that's yeah. the best what? name for a bear. There's a diabetic bear companion. <laughs> His name is Cheeseburger. No, I haven't unlocked Cheeseburger. Yeah. That's, um, that will be my goal. <laughs> um, or you just run across normal people um, out on the map who can, mm-hmm. you can also hire, but they just kind of, there's nothing special about them. They're just like a generic AI. They have a gun, they run around. Meat they shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just throw them in first, yep. they soak up the bullets. That's <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. So that's kind of cool. There are some cool bits and pieces in there. Um, have you tried fishing? I have tried fishing. Yeah. So the fishing is cool. The fishing is um, probably... Like, as far as fishing mechanics that I've had in, in a game that I've played, I, I mean, it's been like Final Fantasy 15 had fishing in it. Um, Jack and Daxter. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't like remember a that. Net, you, like a net and you had to catch like the, <laughs> the good fish and avoid the bad fish. It's <laughs> great. Awesome. Oh, I love it. Um, as far as fishing mechanics go, it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty awesome. Like, it's actually... Um, you know, I don't know if you guys know anything about real fly fishing, but it's actually it's like even just getting the the fish on the hook is kind of the easy part, and it's actually about the battle of, of like really wearing the fish down and reeling it in without right. it snapping your tackle or just getting away. Um, and so they've done that quite well. Like you've got to wear the fish down, and it actually takes a, quite a while to to kind of um, sorry distracted by the loud motorbike outside. <laughs> actually takes quite a while to kind of reel the fish in um and so it's it's quite cool and then you get um quite a bit in terms of because you sell the fish right of course um and then they're, they're quite valuable um so the fishing mechanics pretty good have you spent um, how, how how much time do you think you've spent fishing oh total 20 minutes maybe oh yeah that's not bad yeah for a fish yeah. How much um, time have you spent with the game in total? That's where I thought minutes. that question was. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Around 40, 45 minutes. Pushed a bit now, fishing. Uh, I think maybe like eight or nine hours. Oh, okay. And did you pick it up on PC? Yep. Yeah, and how's the performance? Oh, so that's a... Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Uh, fucking great. Yeah? Yeah, it is... It runs really, really well. Like... Um, I mean, my gra- I've got a GTX 1070, which is a pretty good graphics card, mm. um, but it's a couple years old now, um, and so it, you know there's a, there's better cards on the market. Um, but it is 
really, really well optimized. Um, so the loading screens are like seven to ten seconds long. It's not bad, yeah. Um, and that's fast traveling or reloading after death, Any anything. When you first load up the game, it takes it. So it's... it's Excellent, no frame drops. I, actually, there's been one time there's been a frame drop that I've noticed, and the rest of it has just been buttery smooth. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's only been one bug that has caused me any grief, which is a known bug. Like, I did a bit of Googling, and, and Ubisoft know about it, so I'd imagine they'll patch it out. Okay. And it was game-breaking, to be fair. Like, right. it, it ruined a particular quest. Um, so I was playing on, on hard, mm -hmm. as, I, as I tend to do. And there was this quest where you defend a church from all these cultists, and then after that you defend the church, you get on the back of this ute with a big fucking, you know, Gatling gun, 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 Gatling gun on the back, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've got to, um, you know, just defend the, the ute as you travel to this other location from all the cultists that are raining hellfire down on you. Mm -hmm. And if you die while you're on the ute, it resets back to the start of when you first get on the ute, but there's no NPC character in the driver's seat. So you just sit there, and you're just there on the back of this ute, and you can't get off the ute. Oh, that's you're, not good. you're locked to the back of the ute. Uh. Um, and then and the funny part about it is that if you look back behind you, you can see the NPC that's meant to be the, the driver <laughs> running down the street. like, like from, Away from you? No, 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 towards you. Oh. So they like obviously spawn like... Way the fuck oh. at the back of this, <laughs> the back of this town. They're it's just hilarious. following their path. Yeah, and they're just finding. they're running towards you, and you can see like if they could make it to the U in time, they'd get in, and the, and it would probably work. But the mission, you fail the mission before, before the they can reach can get you. There. Oh man! So you end up in this infinite loop of of failing this mission and ending up back on the back of this Ute with the character reset. That's at the end amazing, of <laughs> like Monty Python Holy Grail, where they're constantly coming over the hill, and every yeah. time it cuts back, they're further away somehow. Yeah, that's um, great. So, so what I did is ended up just resetting the difficulty. So I quit the game or quit the the mission in, entirely. Mm -hmm. So I was back to the start of that mission set the difficulty to easy so that I could just get through that section and then set it back to hard again. So and then that kind of got me through it. Ah, good. good. Um but yeah, Work it's around. yeah, so aside from that, um which is I feel like a pretty like surely that must have come up in QA, right? Like someone yeah. must have played that mission. I feel like people don't QA on hard though. Because right. if their job is just to make sure that sequences work when played as intended, they just blitz through it on easy, surely, or maybe medium. Yeah, probably. I don't think they'd play enough. I mean, you'd think so, right? Because part of testing it would be to make sure, hey, what happens if I fail this sequence? Exactly. You have but to. That's that's part make of sure software you don't skyrocket into yeah. the sky. Yeah. But I feel like when it's something like that, where the game is so big and they have so much to test and they probably have a ridiculously strict deadline to get mm. it out the door. They're yeah. just like, okay, if everything goes the way it's supposed to, does it work? Yep, cool, move on. Yeah, totally. the next sequence. Yep. And, and to be fair, like, you know, it's not the end of the world. Like, mm. You can figure out how to get past it. But, yeah, I'd imagine they'll patch that up pretty quickly. But, yeah, I mean, the game itself is pretty cool. The the um, Tell the, me about the prepper stashes, Regan. I'm really interested in the um, oh yeah prepper, so, prepper stashes from what I heard. So the prepper stashes are little areas where you um, typically you encounter them just randomly. Mm -hmm. You'll just be traveling through the world. You'll come across a particular icon that pops up on your compass and you follow it and, to, and usually it will start by giving you, there'll be a note somewhere. So it'll be like, you know, some fucking, you know, Joe Bloggs prepper has left a note that says, you know, hey, John, um, 
I've had to escape. I, you know, the the Peggies are have coming are coming after me. But just remember, we left the stash in, you know, X place, and they give you sort of like a mildly um, kind of cryptic clue. It's pretty easy to figure out. Yeah. Um, and then somewhere in that area, it'll lead you towards where their stash is. So you've kind of got to think about it a little bit. There's, not, is there, there's no like arrow guiding you towards no, where it is? That's great. No, I really yeah, love, I like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a note and then you've, like it's not hard. Like mm. it's not difficult. It's yeah. not particularly cryptic at all. Yeah. Um, and then you'll find your way there and usually there's a small kind of task that you need to overcome to get access. So for example, one of them is um, there's an area on a river and you find a note that says um, the door's locked from the inside. There's no way anyone can get in. And there's like a little hut thing near the river. And you go up to the hut and there's an electronic door. And there's kind of, from what you can see, there's no way to actually get in to, into the building. Right. But you can see inside and there's a hatch on the floor down into the stash. And, and it's like, okay, cool. And there's a window on the other side of the hut. So, and then there's a zip line across the river mm-hmm. to a thing on the other side. So it's like, oh yeah, okay, cool, sweet. So maybe I need to have a look through the window on the other side. So I go around and said, no, okay, there's no way to look in. So I zip line to the other side and from where you land on the other side, there's a line of sight across through the window and you can see the keypad on the oh, door. that's great. I love stuff like that. Love yeah. It. So then you can, you know, you whip out your sniper rifle, shoot the keypad and it, and the door unlocks ah. so so not difficult tasks yeah but it's you still have to take a moment to be like hmm i wonder how to hmm okay would yeah. you would you have needed a sniper rifle for that like do yeah. they give you one is there one you uh, find for that i or? think yeah I, from memory i think when you zip line across there's a sniper, there's a sniper rifle, rifle on, on the on the pants yeah I'd, I'd love if they pushed it one further and they didn't give you the sniper rifle and you just had to be like how can i see that yeah, that look, but obviously you, know. you can kind of see it by the by the <coughs> with the naked eye yeah. sort of thing. But you know, you'd it'd be a little bit of a fluky shot to get it with just a handgun or whatever. Yeah. Um. So that's that's kind of the idea behind the proof stash. And then you get down in there, and there's usually like a bunch of kind of just collectible items and a shitload of cash. Like oh, there's yeah. usually like a thousand dollars or something down there, just sat about and no. Of course, it's, it's yep. quite it's quite satisfying to find these big piles of of cash. Yep. And you pick them up and and yeah, it's great. So yeah, and that's quite cool. Um, in that you just kind of randomly encounter them and sort of like yeah. the shrines in Zelda on a very low low intelligence level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on a on a very minimum barrier to entry yeah, type type yeah, yeah. thing. I like that though. I like yeah. little self contained puzzles and things, and yeah, mm. even if they're not that satisfying to work out, kind of thing. But yeah. they keep me entertained. So it's it's a cool game. Um, if you if you're expecting something totally new, then you'll be disappointed. But mm. if you like Far Cry and you want more Far Cry with something a little bit different, with a bit more explorationy sort of bent to it, then awesome. You'll probably really enjoy it. And the piggies themselves are pretty cool villains. The the um, you know the main angry guy. I always forget his name. Joseph Seed. Joseph Seed. Yeah, yes. yeah. He's pretty good as well. Like there's there's moments where he's kind of there staring at you, and all you see is his face, and you know he's got that kind of intensity, weird, of intense, charismatic feel that a lot of those kind of cult leaders would have. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a good game. Good stuff, cool. man. Good mm. stuff. Officer, what have you been playing, man? Um. In the same vein, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins after you guys were I talking can go about it. Ubisoft. There yeah. A, uh, yeah, there was a Ubisoft developer sale on Steam. So I picked up Origins um, plus the season pass. So the two 
proper story DLCs for it. Yep. Um, for like 80 bucks or something. That's not bad, yeah. All right. Mm. Um, so I need to preface talking about this game with, I do enjoy this game. I think it's a good game. I think this is probably one of, if not the best Assassin's Creed game yep. that's been made so far. Yep. Um, and I kind of wish there'd been an interim podcast where I could have talked about how I felt about the game after just starting, maybe playing sort of 10 hours or something. Right. But now that I'm upwards of like 30 hours and pretty much done almost everything, I've almost finished the second DLC. Um, I still enjoy it, but things have kind of turned just a little bit. Right. Um, so... I want to talk about the core game first because that's the thing we've all played. Yep. Um, I like a lot of the stuff that Regan just talked about with Far Cry 5. No mini-map is great. Um, a lot of the kind of small, I guess, puzzles dotted around the place, like you'll read an ancient you know, inscription on a, on a tablet somewhere and it will just give you some riddle about the Nile and something else and you figure it out and you find treasures and stuff like that. It was all really cool. Yeah. Um, I do feel like it might have even been you, Abe, or, or I'm pretty sure it was one of you guys oversold the side quests a little bit to be something more than go here, fetch this, come back, job done. Mm, um, yeah. And implied that they might actually have had some sort of, I don't know. I, I don't want to say it in case I'm wrong, but I feel like one of you guys said that the side quests felt like they tried to take some inspiration from The Witcher. I think that was probably me. I think that's... None of us want to own up to it now. Incredibly <laughs> generous. I think that is an incredibly yeah. generous uh, statement. I, I think it's just because the bar was set so low with previous yeah. Assassin's Creed. And, and I'll give you that. Compared to all past Assassin's Creed, yes. these side quests are basically award-winning novels like they are. <laughs> right. But compared to things like The Witcher, yes. they're still just go here, do this, come back, and maybe there'll be an amusing line of dialogue somewhere along the way, and that's it yeah. kind of thing. It's yeah. still very much just A to B to A, done. Um the main game is also pretty much that. Like, I have to say, the story is not the strong suit in this game. The storytelling, the, the quests themselves are not where this game shines because it is always go here, kill someone or get something, come back and tell me when it's done. Right. And that's it. Mm. Um, I do think there were some cool points in the story, um, just sort of character development points. Stuff like when uh, they introduced the staff and the, the orb and stuff again from the previous games, and it's like... Oh, that's right. You kind of—I've been out of Assassin's Creed loops so long, I forgot it's about these ancient artifacts that supposedly come from a previous civilization. And I got a bit more into it when I remembered stuff like if you 100% completed Assassin's Creed 2, I think it was, you got that little video clip of like Adam and Eve trying to break out of the Garden yeah, of Eden, yeah. and it turned out it was actually some futuristic like paradise yep. thing. And there was a whole—and that shit was really cool. And I was like, oh, I hope they do more of that, and that they don't. No. But you know, <laughs> it was still—I remembered that actually there is kind of a cool story, and. The games, there is relevance between them all, and even though Abstergo are just idiots sending people into VR all day, every day, yeah. um, there's kind of a reason for it, and, and that was all right. Um, the first part, the first time you play Layla, you just bang on it, you pretty much get out of it, and then it's like, do you want to read 50 text documents, or do you just want to get straight back in? And I'm like, yep. I'll just get straight back in, yep. thanks, see ya. Yep. Well, um, that, that gets me a little bit, because again, it asks the question, like, do you need it? You know, it, it seems like it doesn't, well, hey? I, mean, I had a quick look on the computer just to see what was there, and I didn't read it all, but I did just read the one doc on Desmond Mars. So I was like, I know this dude. I read that too. That's and then the I read one it, I read. and I'm like, I already knew all that. And then I just backed <laughs> yeah. out and went back to yeah. the Animus. Like, it's like his his sort of file and his, um, yeah. you know, 
Yeah, I won't get into spoilers. But and it, yeah, pretty much just goes into the story of two Brotherhood and Revelations, how he got away from the industry, did all this shit, and eventually, what, died or something, or just disappeared or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, AFK. Yeah. Uh, and, but then, later on, you do play properly as Layla. Like, you know, as, uh, Templars, I guess they are, except they never actually refer to them as Templars at all in this game anymore. Um come and come to the site and try to kill you and shit and you kind of ah. have a hidden blade and you go around and mm. kill them all okay. and there's like five of them and then you kill them and then you just hop back in the animus oh my alright well I'm yeah, safe man. for now let's just go back <laughs> oh, to uh, that so it's still it's all very much it just shouldn't be in it in this game in particular I know they are trying to do something with it but in Origins in particular it added nothing yeah. there was no relevance whatsoever um, there was something at the very end where she comes out for the final time and there's someone else there and that's kind of the reminder that shit is still going on that the assassin order still lives today right. and they're doing their own research but again wasn't really necessary is, also, is it a spoiler to reveal if the animus where you run around as Layla in that, if that is in Egypt as well um, I believe it is in Egypt. I don't think it's a spoiler because it, 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 how, really it holds no... I mean, like I said, the modern day plot in this game has no relevance mm. of anything. Yeah. It means nothing. Right. It's just a reminder that Abstergo and the Assassins still exist today. Right, that's right. all. I believe it is in Egypt um, purely because you go down to a, a tomb. In fact, no, it must be, right? It is Bayek's sarcophagus. Oh, okay. That, well, that makes she's sense. She's lying next to Bayek right. in, the, in the Animus. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure it must be. Uh, but yeah, there's also this thing where since Black Flag, they've been like, hey, people liked boat stuff, so let's just put boat stuff <laughs> every single game. And the Aya sequences are trash. Like, I don't know how you guys feel about yeah. them, but those fucking naval fight scenes where oh, you play as I have done the, my first one of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it got, it was sort of fun, and then it went on for way too long. Yeah, <laughs> and there's like four of them, and they're all that. Oh, the first man. time you get back to it, you're like, oh yeah, no, this boat stuff, this is right. Ah, oh, more. Ah, mm. oh, yeah. more. Yeah. And, oh, here and comes again, the boss boat. Again, like, zero <laughs> consequence. Like, it, it's just in there because they're like right. people like people them. like naval boat stuff. It's like no, yeah. people liked the ability to just hop in a boat at any time. Yeah, they yeah. felt like some naval action, not being forced to fucking sit through a twenty-minute yeah. yeah. boat sequence, which is always and to have kill two boats, sail a bit more, kill four boats, sail a bit more, <laughs> boss boat, <done. laughs> boss boat. Yeah. To to, I mean, the the reason that was so awesome in Black Flag is because you were playing as a fucking pirate. Yeah, yeah. And there's context, context in which, yeah. yeah. So, but to be like out on the sea in, a, in an Egypt game, that yeah. Did, yeah. Well, and in yeah. Origins, they already have sailing around and they have boats and things. Yeah, they have you those get your fill. Or whatever. Yeah, you get yeah. your fill of boats already. You don't need to have more boats. Yeah, and it's cooler <laughs> because in those bits, you can dismount your boat onto another boat yeah. to attack it. Whereas in the higher sequences, you couldn't. You were stuck behind the helm. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the core game. I did enjoy it. I liked the sort of entry to the do art thing like you said Abe where they actually made sense as opposed to previous ones where somehow what Altair would just psychically connect yeah, with yeah. someone after he's killed them yeah. whereas yeah in Egyptian mythology he's passing them over through to the field of reeds or whatever yeah. it's cool it makes sense with their mythology and their gods um, I also really liked I learned stuff in this game and I think that's what they've always you know, strive to do with Assassin's Creed right. games, kind of inform you as to the mythos and, and what various cultures' beliefs are. Yep. And this is the first time I feel like they've actually gone deep enough that, you know, I'm like, oh, cool. 
I actually like had no idea that the Egyptian gods were the same gods as the Greek and Roman gods just by different names and different depictions. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they were the same gods because they seemed so much more wrathful and so badass. Right. <laughs> the Roman ones in particular and Greek ones are pretty bloodthirsty. And again, everyone knows the Roman and Greeks are the same. It's just different depictions. Yeah. But I had no idea the Egyptians were as well because they were all half beast, half men kind of thing. Like, right. They were very different in, in appearance, supposedly. Um, so I did learn stuff about that. And I was like, cool that you know that alone makes it feel like this game is worthwhile because i had an interest in that mythology and i've learned a bit about it well they so. follow on embrace that right with the sort of discovery mode or whatever they have in yeah. that game as well i haven't actually tried it out but i've i've heard it's just a it's just a completely sort of passive um you know there's no combat or yeah, anything like that no, it's just... no combat you just walk through the areas and learn about learn kind of what the roman occupation of egypt yeah the history did, and... what they kind of erased from egyptian culture and history and what got sort of appropriated into roman culture yeah and, have you have you tried that out or it? um i started it briefly yeah. but i don't i yeah i it it's big yeah. That's pretty much it. Like, right. they went all in on it, and it is the entire fucking map. And I was like, this is like a whole separate thing. I, <laughs> I do not currently have the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to finish the main game first, and then maybe when I'm in a mood for just learning, I'll kind of hop back. I wonder, I wonder if there's a trophy for it. Man. I, I give zero Britannica. about Steam achievements, so I don't, I don't care at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's pretty much it for the main game. I was really disappointed with how it ended, to be honest, but. DLC 1 picked up straight after it ended and did a pretty good job of carrying it on. Okay. I will talk about that because I don't think you guys will play it, so spoilers are okay. I'm going to just right. make that Spoilers now. now for the first. We'll go a little bit into it, not heavily, but just a bit. Okay. Um, I thought this was a really cool DLC. A, because you actually get your sort of Assassin's Creed outfit. Like, you never had one in Origins. You know, it was just buy outfit yeah, yeah. and various ones you could buy. In this, you straight away get, like, an ancient Egyptian-looking version of, like, Ezio and Altair's outfits cool. and stuff straight yeah. away. And it's really cool. Kind of, if you've got the bracer with the actual Assassin logo on it that the Hidden Blade comes out of and nice. stuff. And it's all, like, you're like, okay, this is, this is where the fun begins, to quote Hagen Christensen. Um... And, and yeah, it's, it's it's cool. It basically condenses Assassin's Creed into a three-hour experience rather than a ten-hour experience. You've got, I think, five assassinations you go through, and they're they're rapid fire. As soon as you do one, you move on to the next and the next. Um, and it's got that, like you said, Regan with Far Cry Five. Basically, you're just killing the lieutenants to lure out the leader so that he shows up, and then you go kill him. But what I really like about DLC is it had this side story of sort of rebels rising up, and every time you you know liberate an area. The oppressed people join the rebellion and, and move on to fight the Romans and push them out of more areas. But they did this really cool thing where once you've killed the Roman leaders, Amunet shows up and says, hey, so all these innocents are dying everywhere, basically because of the rebellion. Like they're hide, They provoke the Romans, hide in villages, basically use the villagers as, as meat shields so that they can escape. And then any who survive see their family have just been wiped out by the Romans see them as martyrs and join the rebellion to help fight like basically he's recruiting people through sacrificing innocent lives uh, right. so it brings in this cool thing where even though this dude is an egyptian dude and he's one of your kin he's your final target kind of thing it's like hey you've taken out the romans they're gone from the area but eventually a new roman general will come back and when that happens we may not be here do we want these guys to be in control of the region and just sacrificing innocent lives again? Like, we, our allegiance isn't to borders or to races or anything. Like, our allegiance is to freedom. So we need to decide now, like, or you need to decide, Bayek, are you 
going to be Bayek of Siwa or are you going to be Bayek for freedom kind of thing and make you basically go and assassinate a dude who you helped appoint into power um, by fighting the Romans. I just thought that was really cool. It really, it really set apart the main game from that DLC and that the main game was forming the order, but it was still rough around the edges kind of thing. You know, they were still purely fighting against the Romans for the people of Egypt. Yeah. And this DLC brought about the actual creed. We are here to protect the innocent and to basically ensure freedom persists throughout this order that is still just called the order and origins even in the dlcs they never become i guess they can't become the templars right because there's no crusades yet or yeah anything, yeah they're still we, we well they're still just like yeah. the order of, of the masked ones or whatever it is and and yeah at the end of the first dlc you change from the hidden ones to the brotherhood of assassins kind of thing oh. and that was it was really cool to see that because it's origins it's you know you're meant to see the yeah, origin yeah. Of, and i think that's something that people didn't like at one point is you know oh this is supposed to be the first game but you get given a hidden blade and told it's something from a previous culture like i thought or i thought we were that previous culture thing. like what's going on but i guess it's the origin of the assassins like the hidden blades existed before yep. but yeah this is this is where the brotherhood came about and i just thought that dlc was better than the main game purely because of that it kind of couldn't have existed without it but it was as a condensed experience i think more enjoyable than core origins right and what was the name of that first dlc uh the hidden ones the hidden ones mm, cool and, and yeah it's cool and then i've moved into curse of the pharaohs now and that's just a bit wacky but still cool yeah you know it's another artifact of eden's been discovered and it's resurrected all the dead pharaohs um and they're just wreaking havoc through thebes murdering everyone because they're unkillable because they're fucking undead already are they um, giant like boss battle kind nah, of they're normal site they are fucking strong yeah. um like one of them i don't remember who it was but one dude whacked me with his mace and took me down to like one little square within the final third health oh, bar from full wow. down to that instantly and he was like four levels below me and he did that so i was like well <laughs> i'm a bit fucked here yeah. um but i'm looking forward to this one purely because a lot of you know that they're hinting at it as you go through like there's a side quest where you save a dude um and after that quest is done he just says at the end hey come back and see me later i'll have something for you once you've set foot in a land where no living man should ever go kind of thing like there's constantly alluding to that you are going to have to to break this curse you're going to have to go into the duart into the afterlife right like right fight the actual deceased pharaohs kind of thing and i'm looking forward to that it's going to be pretty cool yeah that's awesome it sounds like a cool concept dave um mm. i'm just remembering something that i the, from my playthrough um you know so far that made me think of sort of witcher-esque to justify that that thought yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like I, yeah i feel like i need to need to defend myself here um there was a quest quite early on i think it might be alexandria or somewhere around there where you rescue a uh what, this guy got married to this he was drunk or something and he got oh, married yeah. to this chick and then yeah her brothers turn up and you like beat you the beat crap him. out yeah. of them and i thought like you can either beat the crap out of the like it seems to me like you can either beat the crap out of them or beat the crap out of the guy who hired you or like mm. I, I i beat the crap out of them so i don't know if there is a choice yeah i don't know either because i beat them up as yeah well. yeah uh, just because i'm pretty sure the objective at the time is defend this dude but then yeah when you beat them up it sounds like it's a choice because she's like i hired you yeah 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 why are you now hiding for him? exactly like, what is going on and then here? but then by like 
cut your shit you know you're you know you're you got yourself into this i'm just doing what you asked me to do and that reminded me of Geralt's kind of attitude mm, in the witch yeah it's like, very much like that is one of those instances where it's like the dude was greek or roman or whatever and she was egyptian and so there was just that why aren't you fighting for me we're the same blood and he's like yeah but you wronged this yeah man. Like, <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's a bit yeah. more you know morally on um no my final thought i just remembered isn't to do with the gameplay or anything like that i just I'm confused. It goes back to your thing again about the, the microtransactions. And the, yeah. This game has DLC. Right. As well as DLC, you can buy costumes on the Steam store. Like, let's say, seven bucks, I think it is, for a costume and one of every type. For, you know, various themed packs or whatever. Right. But then, also within the game, there are different costumes that you can only get if you buy Helix points through the Ubisoft store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, why? Microtransactions are bad enough, but why do you have multi- like multiple fronts yeah. now? You've got microtransactions within the platform selling the game, and then microtransactions within the game that are for the same thing, but a different flavor of the same thing. It's like, just commit like either only have <laughs> costumes available through ubi points yeah. or just put everything in the steam store i don't understand why that's not where the money two, is though right? two different ways to buy skins making it harder for different people skins to... yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy well, just it's the, like, the more places it's it's like it's like anything right the more platforms that you're on the more money you're going to make because you're going to reach a bigger audience like, right. i think it's just populating it's, it's different literally them just being like put stuff there and we'll put different stuff there so that if someone wants everything they have to mm. you know and we'll it's make weird twice though because they give you helix points throughout the game as well so you can get some of those skins like i got the mummy skin for free just because i was like yeah i want to just walk around wrapped in bandages because i'm in <laughs> egypt why not that's what everyone does right and it's pretty funny because you wear it you're just wrapped up like a mummy and then every now and again there will be those story cut scenes where it removes your hood which in this case is your wrappings and then you see you're dead you're a zombie like you've got hollowed out eyes and like your face is rotted away and stuff and so there's those make out scenes where i was like bye okay i haven't seen you for months and you're like yeah i died in that time apparently i'm a completely rotten decrepit corpse now i enjoyed wearing that um cat the sort of uh, maybe a puma or something mask and oh, yeah. and just showing up in all the cutscenes and everyone's just like bark and then looking at him like real seriously he's just wearing this cat face and he's just like, <laughs> he looks like king from tekken or something and yeah like, awesome this is great love breaking the fourth wall like that but uh but overall, you and you and you've enjoyed your time with Assassin's yeah. Creed Origins. I say it's a good game. I'm. It's one of those ones like there's almost no chance at all that I'll go back. You know, like when I finished when I finished it, that's going to be done. Yep. That's going to be uninstalled and put in the other category on Steam kind of thing right. to not really look at again. But I've definitely enjoyed my time with it, and it is potentially one that if I had it on console, I would see how close I am, and I may have gone for the platinum because yep. I've enjoyed it. You know, like if it was just pick up a few things, I like finished a couple of side quests and 100% the map. I'm pretty close, so I'd probably push for that. But because it's PC and I don't really care about Steam achievements, yeah. I'll just finish the story and then move on. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's that might be an OCG first, and uh, and then A, we all liked a Ubisoft game, uh, and you know B, we all liked a game. We all liked yeah. the yeah. same game. Same game. Like mm. we all had. Well, it. that's not an OCG first. We all loved The Witcher Three. Uh, yeah, that's so. true. Yeah, we, we had to put a moratorium on talking on The Witcher Three because <laughs> everyone was just always talking about The Witcher Three, but. Uh, yeah. That's awesome, but we'll um, we'll take a break for from video games uh, for a second, just to mention that uh, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Subway Sandwiches. Uh, you can go into Subway on uh, Tuesday, I believe, and get a meatball marinara, about six bucks or something, six inch. So uh, you know, Thursdays is pizza, pizza sub, pizza sub, pizza sub. Mm-hmm. So have it your way or whatever their thing is. You know? Sandwich artists. 
and whatnot. Yeah, that, I believe that's the tagline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. If I were in charge of their marketing, that would be it. <laughs> Subway sandwich artists and whatnot. So we'll move on to some movies that we've been watching. Um, Balthazar, I think you've got a couple there, man. Mm, so you've... I've seen two two movies. Do you want to um, do you want to do them both in a minute, or do you want to? I'm wanna... wondering if I do them both in a minute as two separate films, or if I just kind of mash them together into one glorious. One glorious description. Ooh, that could be interesting. That that contains both of them. I'm intrigued. Ooh, yeah. No, let's do, let's do that one. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know how that's going to go. But we'll... Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Right. Shall I get a timer? Get out, a then? get a timer and okay. get a timer sorted there. All right. Let's just. Uh, also, I don't know. I only know like one of the names of the actors from across both. <laughs> films. I, I wonder so, if it's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> it's got to be right. <laughs> the highest paid actor in Hollywood who made sixty five million dollars last year. Cheapest. Yeah. Okay. All right. Your one minute. Balthazar starts right now. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, wakes up uh, with a prepubescent boy in his body and doesn't know what the fuck is going on. And suddenly Reese Darby shows up in a van and is like, oi, get in, let's go. So they start driving through the jungle. Uh, and then, you know, there's some bits where they hop down some containers and there's a bunch of people in the containers playing VR. And it proves that everyone playing VR looks stupid, even if you try to glam it up with Hollywood. Um, this is basically the backstory that Reese is telling uh, about an evil seconds. conglomerate that tries to uh, buy out VR and all the games within. Uh, so after a while, The Rock hops out of the van and gets given a green gem, and he's got to complete a series of challenges to earn three keys so that he can uh, save this game land. Uh, he hops in the DeLorean, drives backwards for a bit, uh, goes to The Shining, watches that one. That's always a classic. Uh, and then he plays some old arcade games, climbs to the top of a giant Jaguar and yells, Jumanji! And that's the end. Perfect. <laughs> and and that movie was called Black Panther. <laughs> Brilliant. No, so the two movies were uh, yeah, Ready Player One and Jumanji, Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Nice. Cuz I was I was sitting up the clock while you were explaining how you were going to do that and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? What is he talking about? Oh, I remembered another actor's name. Nick Jonas was in it. Uh. Oh. God, that guy. <laughs> it's because you were talking about you were like talking about VR and then Jumanji and I was like hang on The Rock is not ready in Ready Player One like, <laughs> oh, that, that plot I would love to watch that film that plot synopsis he gets given a green thing and then has to go find three keys and like oh my god he drives the DeLorean yeah, drives the during that, I was trying to remember what he actually does after he's given the green gem and I'm like well I'm pretty sure he has to play three levels so yeah. it's pretty much the same yeah. thing There's, I'm, I'm kind of I'm a, I kind of want to talk I want to, want to break the rule a wee bit here and talk about Jumanji a little bit because I've watched that as well Regan have you watched Jumanji Welcome no, to the Jungle no um, which they do get the Guns N' Roses song in at the end. Mm, uh, good. You know, <laughs> as you would have to. <laughs> like Paradise City, where they burn out Paradise City, where they get the Guns N' Roses song in that. Mm. Um, so overall, did you enjoy Jumanji Welcome I, to the Jungle? I did, yeah. 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 I, I enjoyed it as well. It was like goofy and stupid, but there was enough. It, it didn't feel like these people didn't know what they were talking about mm. when it came to video games. It, yeah. it wasn't like insultingly bad. In, in terms of the references and the way it was presented, they had those um, you know funny ideas like just straight up like respawning out of the sky and yeah. things like that. And um, the uh, I don't know I'm, at the start there's like that dude in his bedroom and there's sort of posters on the wall and that. And there was a Last Guardian poster. I was like, 
Holy shit, that's probably the first time The Last Guardian's ever appeared in, a mo- in like a yeah. motion picture, ever <laughs> referenced or anything. I was like, wow, this is, this is quite good. But um, yeah, some like, you know, funny uh, self-referential things, I guess, where the, mm. the, the, the chick in the skimpy outfit sort of refers to the fact, why the hell, what's this going to protect me from sort of thing? Yeah. And, mm. you know, um, and Jack Black acting as a teenage girl was always, always good for a that few was, laughs. That was one of my favourite parts <laughs> of the movie. After that, I did um, have to go back and re-watch my favourite Jack Black movie, just because I wanted more Jack Black, which is School of Rock. School of Rock is fantastic. School of Rock is a classic. It is great. Classic. Yeah, yeah. That, that is like J- Jack Black... That is where his shtick works. Is yeah. that movie is, is yeah. perfect for that that mm. film? But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Jumanji. It, it didn't. I wouldn't say it like sort of. I heard some some decent things about it before I watched it, mm. so it didn't sort of like exceed expectations. But I definitely wasn't disappointed, and I had a, yeah. had a fun time with it, sort of thing. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything Dwayne can do wrong at the moment. No, like, everything he's in just works. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to Rampage because of him. Oh man, I saw that trailer, so I went and I went and watched a, a film um, last night called A Quiet Place. And uh, oh, have you seen it? I have seen it. I've like seen it. Yeah, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. Um, I had some some issues with it, but it no, it was it was fun and it was well made. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I watched the Rampage trailer as well, and so I didn't know. I I didn't even know there was a Rampage movie coming yeah. out. Um, I, w- I was like, oh, all right, The Rocks and something else. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> sort of fucking prolific, eh? Hey? Oh, if I put him in a movie where there's something bigger, more muscular than him. Yeah. Like and, and the trailer starts out, and The Rock sort of has this bond with this white-haired albino-looking gorilla. It's like, what the hell is this movie? Like Mighty Joe Young, like the, <laughs> the other version, like the the contrast or something. And and um, The Rock is just bonding with this gorilla, and the gorilla gets like scratched with something and then starts getting bigger and i was like what what is this and then eventually halfway through the trailer it sort of reveals more creatures and then and then someone said they're on a rampage i was like oh my god i know exactly what this is and yeah there's a rampage movie coming out which i was what is a 64 game or an original playstation game like it was even older than that yeah like because i only remember it being like side scrolling up and down the fucking building yeah it was great fun though awesome fun like kind of like prequel to or, or you know um spiritual predecessor to war of the monsters on playstation 2 um, which was also a very very cool game but um i'm trying to remember the other trailers that played oh there was a deadpool 2 teaser which i didn't yeah. know i mean i saw a quiet place trailer for it and i've heard a lot about that movie yeah beforehand from people who saw it at south by yep. um and yeah i've been looking forward to it directed by uh if you guys watch the american office jim from the american yeah. office john krasinski yeah, right. um, who also plays character in the film but yeah, yeah. Yeah, quite, quite, quite a well-made film. Um, the Quiet Place. I wish they explored the because sort of the the premises. There's some monsters and they sort of don't like sound, and so they attack anything that makes you know right. large yeah. amounts of sound, sort of thing. Um, and one of the people, there's a, it sort of takes place around a, a family, and uh, John Krasinski's the dad, and one of the daughters is deaf. She wears a hearing aid, mm. um, so she can't she can't hear anything anyway and I, and I wish it kind of explored that through her a bit more and and because it's a horror movie essentially yeah and i think that some of the un- unease would have been a lot more you know a lot better distilled if it had explored it through her and you saw sort of horrible monsters or, or people being you know taken away or whatever in complete silence because yeah. that just just you know it's not what you expect and it goes mm. against things in your brain sort of mm. thing um, but it doesn't really do that. It kind of gets a little bit conventional in its, in its horror mm. approach, but still a really well-made film. I don't want to talk about it too much because it's very, very new. I think it came out what, like last Thursday or something like that. 
Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it. It's definitely worth a watch. Cool. Good, good film. It just intrigued me because I had Gem in it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Waiting for Pam to pop yep. up at some point. And, and the amount of times you, you see Jim put his finger up to his mouth and, and essentially go, shh. Mm. I mean, you don't need to keep telling people this. This thing has been happening for a while. It's yeah. like, be quiet. Yeah, we know. Like, yeah. we, we know. It's all over the newspapers. Like, don't make noise, mate. But uh, Regan, you watched anything? Uh, nah. Nah? Uh, no, no, no. I've been, um, I've been busy doing other stuff. Um, still watching paint dry. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, I haven't had too much time for movies, unfortunately. But that's that's okay. The third, the third adaptation of the Paint Drying trilogy. Mm, mm. It's, it's nearly there. It's nearly there. If, uh, if anyone out there is interested, yeah, um, we have two coats done <laughs> on <laughs> on one wall. <laughs> yep, and yep. and the first coat on two other walls, and nothing on the fourth wall. So we've got, a, we've got, a, got we're probably about halfway through. Nice. Um, so I've still got a fair bit of um, fair bit of a few more paint. coats to go. Yeah, few, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but it's good. Uh, we're also getting a new cat today. Another cat? A second cat. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's So all of that's meant that I haven't watched any movies. Yeah. Is a, are you getting a kitten or a full-grown cat? Kitten. A kitten. So there's a bit of a story to this. Mm-hmm. I had always thought that one kitten was going to be enough for us. And then um, partway through the week uh, at my job, something came up where I had to kind of do some software testing. And I was like, hey, I need to know a certain category that has this specific thing in it. And my partner, Casey, was like, oh, I think the cats category has that. Mm. And then that led to her visiting the cat categories and then finding a litter of cats that were the same from the same breeders as the one that we got our kitten, our right. first kitten from. And then within three hours, she'd called them and was like... So you're not even getting a second one for variety. It's just more of the same. Another tabby, man. It's <laughs> just trading it in for a younger model. <laughs> yeah. So the theory goes that the cat is going to... The, the two of them are going to keep each other company so that they're less psychopathic when we get home. Right. Because like, they've been inside all day. They're all pent up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Clawing at the furniture and shit. So, yeah, that's happening. Um, but, yeah, no, no movies. No, no movies. Yeah. Just watching paint and... Some cats, yeah, nice. Yeah, that's nice. It. Well, I mean, we usually talk news here, there hasn't been too much going on. Uh, the Spyro game has a has an official title, I suppose, Spyro Reignited. Mm. And uh, clever, I see what they did there. Yeah, the screenshots <laughs> looks to be remake, not like not remake. Yeah, I think you're right, one. exactly what I guess the Crash Bandicoot like, yeah, yeah, visions so did with full, Crash. like all the models are new, it's all oh, cool. like yeah. nice and yeah. like, full HD and. PS4 quality, not just a remaster. That was the other word. I was yeah, thinking. yeah. Not a remaster, a remake. Interestingly enough, not done by Vicarious Vision. Spyro. I, I saw the devs are something called like my name is Bob or something is the name of the oh, right. house. Yeah, something to do with yeah. Bob. It's got Bob in there somewhere. <laughs> but um, I thought Vicarious Visions did a fantastic job with the Crash mm. re- remakes. Um, so why not you know just have them work on that? But they obviously they're. They've made an for Maybe Insomniac are friends with Bob or whatever. Could be, could be, and or and you know, in terms of Insomniac, uh, Spider-Man also has a release date. Um, I believe it's September seventeenth. Cool. And so yeah, so we'll be getting a Spider-Man game this year, which is awesome. It sounds to me like the second half of this year is really going to pick up because the first half, you know, it's 
maybe we're just spoiled after last year. Oh, yeah. Being yeah. Such an amazing year. But yeah. Um, I'm kind of glad it's toned down a wee bit, actually. Yeah, I don't feel so yeah. bad from We've got God of War this month, don't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. That's, that's, that's going to yeah, be out after that. Everything's going to, it's all going to be down here. <laughs> <laughs> you see the, see the most recent interviews with um, Corey Barlog, the creative director of the new God of War. He is ruined, man. Like, he is on the out. He, he just, I, I can see it. And he's just like, his hair looks like it's just like he looks like a mad scientist when you see him he's like wears right. glasses his hair's just out in all directions and he just has a sigh and everything he says like it's this, yeah. this is a man on the brink yeah. sort of thing like this is a man just out of crunch which, which <laughs> must just be oh man this is awful but yeah yeah very excited for new god of War. i'm not sure when i'll get to play that but um yeah mm. super pumped for that when it comes to switch right <laughs> <laughs> yeah when it comes to switch speaking of games this month should we quickly rattle through a list of games um that we have coming out in april let's do it um april 10th is a game called extinction now that's what's the date today eighth the eighth hey okay a couple days couple away days. yep um, I don't know anything about Extinction. Never yes. heard of it. Mm. Okay, well, it's coming out on so PS4. Is it the Jurassic World game? Jurassic just World because Extinction. Extinction sounds dinosaur. It does. I know does there is a Jurassic dinosaur. World game coming out. There so. is a VR experience to do with dinosaurs that's coming out sometime soon. Yeah, yeah it might have been Jurassic World mm. related. Oh, no, speaking of VR so. and the same shit always re-coming out, I saw... Uh, Skyrim's back in the new releases on Steam. <laughs> Skyrim VR. 2011, boys. It's just come out on Steam. 2011's the new 2018. I'm pretty sure last year I was talking about how that game is six fucking years old. Yeah. <laughs> last year, seven years old now. Like, oh, God damn. I'm, don't get me stuck. <laughs> Good new game. releases. Yeah, because the VR on PC has just come out, so... What else we got there, Egan? So, Extinction, April 10th. Uh, April 17th, Yakuza 6, The Song Ooh, of Life. I really want to play Yakuza Kiwami. Yeah. Um, but again, not sure when I'll get to play it. That's huge. That's coming out on PS4. Yeah. Um, April 9th. Now, I don't know if this is an extensive list. I've just found this on a popular um, games website. So, yeah, I'm lazy, basically. Uh April 19th, Total War Saga, Thrones of Britannia on PC. Uh, Total War is the sort of um, Arteus mm. yeah, series on PC. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Uh, April 20th, God of War. Ooh, April 20th? April 20th. I thought, yeah, I thought it was less than two weeks. Yes. I thought it was like 28th. I thought it was oh, like right that, at the very end. That doesn't end bode well for me not getting that game. I think I'm on leave the week it comes out. Mm. That feels like a good a perfect time to opportunity. Play it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spend time with Kartos, mate. Yeah, do it. Do it. Old, old dad of war. Oh, yeah. um, and so, now here's the thing. Also on April 20th, there's uh, some other products coming out which might just eke out God mm-hmm. of War for you. Um, Nintendo Labo Variety Kit. <laughs> Nintendo Labo Robot Kit. Both out also oh, on April 20th. The robot one's the one where it sort of attaches. It's like a backpack. Yeah, it's like a backpack and it attaches to your feet and turns you into a sort of weird marionette. <laughs> wow, so, really? Yeah, oh, it's, it's basically really weird. like the suit from, uh, fuck, what was that movie? Um, Elysium or whatever, where he has that fucking. Oh, yeah, the exo. <laughs> just that made a car. Exo thing, yeah, yeah. Man, that thing must take like eight hours to assemble away. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> Brilliant. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, um,. If I were you, I'd maybe consider the Nintendo Labo. Well, the problem with that is I'm purely digital on Switch. 
and the labo can't be bought from the e-shop no, so yeah, um, digital la digital labo that's <laughs> that's something we need I, I enjoy how you nearly said labo I, I tried i tried, tried to stop myself from saying that <laughs> oh brilliant um april 24th adventure time pirates of the Incheridion. <laughs> it's always a good uh, and good marketing in Kyridian. <laughs> oh, in I, I think that's a, yeah. I think it's a. T I don't think that's an Adventure Time exclusive term. I think an Enchiridion. It's, it's the thing to do with H.P. Lovecraft, isn't it? Isn't it with yeah, Cthulhu the, like, comes Cthulhu, out of my, yeah, my the Cthulhu whatever. Bible or whatever? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, and then April twenty fourth, South Park: The Fractured But Whole comes out on Switch. Apparently. <laughs> No interest. <laughs> Zero. Zero interest. <laughs> Isn't it? When it's dropped. Like, because I still haven't played it. Oh, right. no, I'll, I'll pick it up on Switch when it's down, you know, in a sale mm, or whatever. Right. See, because I've got it on PC, it's been downloaded since the day it fucking came out, and I've just never... You've never played it. I don't know why, man. Yeah, like, I, I, I played it for a wee while, and I just sort of fell away from it isn't there's, really there's something they haven't done something quite right with yeah it. You know, yeah i don't know i don't know what it is I, I think i don't know if they have something that rivals the awesomeness of the canadian section and mm. stick of truth i, think, I think that's the thing though right if you play stick of truth you remember stick of truth yeah like there are segments in particular which stand out more like the canadian one yeah. but you remember most of the game on a whole yeah whereas from what i understand from people who have played fracture but whole the whole way through they can't tell you about something that happened in the game right it's yeah. just it's none of it is memorable those big set pieces that's are kind the of issue with it is when you play too long with nothing being memorable or sticking with you you're just like here's another thing over here i can do instead yeah. i guess this like, game happened to me yeah. Yeah. yeah but that's kind of it for april, for april. um so it's a pretty sort of stark month mm. um what do, what do we got have you got may there as i well? do we have may big... yeah cool okay so number one in may yeah. may 4th Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze on Switch. Oh, there you go, I, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, that's not everything for April. Isn't Dark it? Souls. Switch. Oh, uh, yeah. April 24th or something. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, 25th. that is coming out. I was like, I'm sure there's something I was going to buy this month. Weird, because yeah. I've, I've checked multiple. The, um, certain Dark Souls on Switches, unless it got pushed to May, but I feel like it was definitely April. The salute the sun amiibo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not sure. I'll, I'll quickly rattle through the list for May. Um, so after Donkey Kong, we've got um, Conan Exiles. Then wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Conan Exiles. I remember this game. Like that MMO where everyone's naked. Yeah, that that's the game, right? And <laughs> as, that was an was that an early access, and now it's coming out or something. Is this the same game? May eighth, Conan Exiles, PS4, Xbox One, oh. and PC. Okay, and I was on I was on Steam. Well, a Conan yeah, it game. It was an early access game on Steam. Yeah, I remember. Like people at work were playing it. Someone was talking about how ludicrous it yeah, was. Yeah, and you you are <laughs> naked, which is kind yeah. of just hilarious. For Brilliant. Them, yeah. Uh, Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire, which I guess is a... Is, yeah. a, um, is, is that is Obsidian? A perhaps a DLC. Oh. Is that Obsidian making that? Must be. Ah, must be. Pillars of Eternity 2. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Uh, Dragon's Crown Pro. Don't know what that is. Sounds like a VR game. Pro. Or something. Yeah. May. No, I was wrong. Remastered is May. Right. Dark Souls. I long to find it. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, Little Witch Academia Chambers of Time comes out Next. on May 15th. On... Uh, on PC and PS4. Oh. Why do you care what that <laughs> yeah. comes out on? I love how you were like, wait, what platform yeah. is it on? Little Witch Check of Davia. Would I be able to play this? <laughs> oh, it sounded like a um, Nintendo thing. 
So it did, yeah. yeah. I, th- I right. thought it must be Switch, but it, but it wasn't. Um, also on May 15th, Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey Redux on 3DS. Is this a new... On 3DS? On 3DS. Oh. And it sounds like it's a remake, right? Yeah, it doesn't sound like a, a new Shin Megami oh, no, Tensei. Um, I'm still waiting for that on Switch. We've seen the trailer for it. There's there's something. There's an SMT coming to Switch. I remember that with the sort of like just desolate room and mm. the dust particles and, and the things. reused assets from Persona Five. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Persona Five looked great. <laughs> great. Um, May 18th, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition on Switch. Also on May 18th, Little Nightmares Complete Edition on Switch. I'm into that. Nice. Uh, May 18th, State of Decay 2 uh, on yeah. the Xbox One and PC. May 22nd, Mega Man Legacy Collection on Switch. I think there's quite a few people excited about that. I, yeah. I've never been I guess because it was, what was that one that came up, Mighty Number no. 9 or whatever? Oh. It was supposed to be a new Mega Man and God, failed hard. It was terrible. So I think that's it. People are looking forward to a Mega Man collection for a new way to play Mega Man. Right. Even right. though it's not new games. Presumably, if they're on Switch, they're at least upscaled somewhat to be yeah. on Switch. Mm. So I think, yeah. I never, never I got into Mega. I played some Mega Man on Game Boy Advance back in the day, and I think I quite, I remember quite enjoying it, plugging like USB cables into statues and things. That's mm. all I kind of really remember doing. Mm. I can just go out and annoy the whole fan base, and you know, I, I tried to play Mega Man, and it felt like an incomplete version of Metroid. Ooh. Yeah, I don't even know how scathing that is, to be honest. Mm. No frame of reference. May 22nd, Tennis World Tour on PS4, that Xbox One, Switch, and One of the most Mario boring... Tennis Aces, then. <laughs> tennis. I was like, Mario, yeah. Tennis World Tour. Yeah. Just tennis. Just tennis. Actually, I quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed my mind in the space of like five seconds. I wish more games had that, that sort of um, straight to the point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just tennis. Back to the court or something like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Deuces. Yeah. Um, May 24th, Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers. Yep, I remember oh, this. Yeah, from the Nintendo Crocodile, yeah, crocodile yeah. Uh, weird kind of crocodile racing game strategy RTS thing going on. With guns. With guns. It sounds like yeah. a bizarre and mix. cars and yeah. Yeah. a crocodile in, in Steve Irwin's hat. <laughs> May 25th, Dark Souls Remastered for PS4, Xbox One, Switch and PC. I did not realise that was coming out for anything. I thought it was definitely coming for Switch, but I thought it, mm. they weren't bothering. Oh, well, yeah, the, the whole point is it's like it's, it's remastered because the original was PS3, like it's old right. enough now. But they're like, oh, people want to play all the... Though that still begs the question, like, you know, you've remade them all for this now. Why, instead of Dark Souls Remastered, why didn't you just release a Dark Souls Trilogy? On PS4, yeah, all three be, games with all DLCs. That would have been cool. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably mm. want to pick that up actually. Because mm. yeah. yeah, right now it's still like cool. You now have them all on PS4 as an option, or Xbox One, or well, they're not all on Switch. But you can't like if you've got one of them on PS3 or whatever, and you never say you started with Dark Souls 2 on PS3 and then you got three on PS4. You can now get one on PS4 as a new game, but now you've only got two thirds of the collection on PS4, so it just feels shit. Yeah, then release yeah. a trilogy pack. Don't release one again on its own. Just be like, hey, get them all. Why not? Fuck yeah, it. Here you go. that's pretty weird. Um, I, if, they, if it was all of them, I'd buy that, but yeah, maybe not just one. Um, May 25th, Detroit Become Human. Yeah, into that. That's um, close. Yeah, that's really, really, yeah, it's really close. close. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Quantum Dream. So that'll be, yeah, that'll be really interesting. Um, and then finishing up May, May 29th, a game called Everspace on PS4. 
which I have not heard. Space. You've heard of it? Yeah. The sequel to EverQuest. Yeah, was, that's exactly what I was thinking <laughs> as well. The, 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 the MMO that, what, that, that's probably like the original one before. Pretty much. It's yeah. still going strong from what I understand. Yeah. Like when I look, I still see new DLCs coming out for oh. all the time. Like, hey, it's the border. Because it's what EverQuest is the D&D MMO. Yeah, right? yeah. Like it's an MMO ba- and so because they keep releasing new D&D campaigns, they keep like, hey, here's a new DLC based on this new D&D campaign. Yeah. Preceded no. World of Warcraft, which everyone always, you know, claims is the, the one that started it all sort of thing. Yeah. But no, EverQuest yeah. was, was oh. before that. Yeah. yeah. So. But that's it. That's the list. There's a few good ones on there. I'm I'm chomping at the bit for that DK. Yeah, um, I bet. I'll definitely pick that one up. Mm. And they'll probably charge me about seventy dollars on Switch, no doubt. Probably, yeah. Um, but you'll pay it. Oh, won't you? um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> Especially if I've got my different uh, colour vests. But um, yeah, that's. I mean, there's nothing else I can think about that's probably worth talking about. No. So uh, we'll probably end it there, folks. Thank you again for tuning in when, you know, when we do this, when we do the streams, which hasn't happened for a while, but... Um, we should really get our asses into gear and do yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. we should definitely do that. All right. It's, it's, what are no you, excuses. I'm hesitant to make the idea because we're recording, and so, you know, <laughs> then we feel like we may have to commit to it Locked or something. In. But, like, if you guys aren't doing anything after this... Fortnite stream. I have two PS4s and a PC back at my place. Ooh, I'm, I'm down. We could actually yeah. just go back and stream. Yeah, let's do it. It's sweet. Locked Boom. in. Well, uh, Fortnite stream. Um, tune into that now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> tune into that right now. The stream will happen before the podcast yep. goes up. Yep. Tune into that. Um, <laughs> We'll, we'll release it. We'll, we'll leave it as a vod on the channel. Yeah. So you can go back and watch it on yeah, demand. Yeah. Yeah. Find, find the link. Find the link in the um, description below there. But uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Find all our stuff. Overcast Gamer on Facebook. Overcast Gamer NZ uh, on Twitch and forward slash Overcast Gamer on YouTube as well. And until next time, Kakitiano. Catch you later. Have a fantastic, fantastic week or two weeks. And um, over to Balthazar to sign us out. See you next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh-wee. Nice.